Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to spend daily time in the Bible. So together, we'll dive deep into God's Word today. All it will take is 15 minutes. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for listening into the Focus 15 podcast. Um, I have been busy this these last few months working on my latest Focus 15 Bible study, which is Wild Obedience is the title, and it's a three-week inductive Bible study on obedience. And honestly, this has been one of the harder studies for me. It has not come quickly. I've scratched the outlines three or four times, and then finally landed on um, the passages that we would go through. And even then, it, it just was such a deep, really, really good study. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited the way that the Lord has, um, <laughs> in a very roundabout way, led me to the bottom line of what is obedience. And what, I'm, what I have um, come up with, and this is the tagline for the study is that to be obedient, to be wildly obedient is to stir an uprising of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we'll get more into that as we do that study, but be on the lookout for that in the next couple of weeks for an announcement on the blog. The first announcement will be um, from my newsletter, which I now call Grace Notes, and you can subscribe to that. Uh, it is free and it will come into your inbox every Saturday morning. And you can find that on my homepage at katieor.me. Just click on the Grace Notes button. Well, these past three weeks, we have been studying Jonah chapter two and looking at all that God provided Jonah. Now, if you remember the story of Jonah, God comes to Jonah and says, Jonah, I want you to go preach to the Ninevites. Jonah literally ran the other way from where he was supposed to go. And, and God sent a storm to stop him. He ends up getting thrown overboard. He finds himself tossed and tossed back and forth by the waves and even down into the pits of the ocean with seaweed wrapped around his head. He has a near-death experience and God delivers him through a fish that comes, swallows him up, and then Jonah gives a prayer to God from the belly of the fish. And this is what's recorded in all of Jonah 2 is his prayer from the belly of the fish. And we see his realizations that salvation is from the Lord, that God has saved him. God has provided for him. Then we have the last verse in Jonah 2 that says that God commanded the fish and it spit Jonah out on the dry land. And the three things that we've already looked at is that God provided the distress, God provided deep places, and God provided deliverance. All three of those things we looked at so far that God provided for Jonah. And last we see that God provided the dry land. For Jonah, this dry land is a recommissioning. It's a second chance. God had a plan A for Jonah. And he ran away from that plan, just like he did with Jonah. God has a good plan for each of us. He has a plan A for each of us. It is a good plan and it is a safe plan. So that's what we're going to talk about today. 
the plans that God has for us. So today we're going to read Psalm 23. It's a very familiar psalm. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Such a beautiful psalm. And in this, we see a a great picture of God as our shepherd. God is our guiding, loving, good shepherd. Says that because he is our shepherd, we, we will not want that he makes us lie down in green pastures. And if you think about a shepherd and his sheep, that the sheep are safest when they're next to the shepherd, because the shepherd is always looking for the dangers that the sheep can't see. And sheep by nature are not very smart. And so the shepherd is always thinking a few steps ahead of for them, what they need to eat, what they need to drink, where they need to rest, whether they not to be in the sun or out of the sun. He is constantly thinking. The shepherd is constantly thinking about the needs of the sheep and the good of the sheep. The sheep are safest when they are next to the shepherd. And he says here that he, he provides that green pastures. That's that dry land. This is the safe place. The safe place for us, just as it is for, with the sheep and their shepherd. Our safe place is in fellowship with God. We experience safety and provision as we stay close to the shepherd. In order to do this, we must believe that God is good and that he's capable. That he is a shepherd worth following. I think often we do not follow God just as Jonah did not follow God because we don't deep down in our heart believe that God is good and that God is capable and that he knows what he's doing. He has a good plan. And when we wander from the dry land, when we wander from the green pastures, the safe place of his will for us, we leave the safety of the shepherd of being under his wing. All that we need, our provision, our security, our comfort is only found in his presence. So God has a plan for each of us and it's a good, safe plan. And this plan A, the best plan is always to follow the shepherd. We see this also in another Psalm, Psalm 37. We're going to read verses three through six. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. We're commanded quite a few things here. Um, but the the command that most links back to Psalm 23 and even our Jonah passage is verse verse three, trust in the Lord and do good dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. I'm reading out of the ESV 
and it says befriend faithfulness. Your version might say feed on his faithfulness. I think the NIV says feed on his faithfulness. And when you look up this Hebrew word befriend, it is this picture that means to graze or to pasture. Now, I have grown up in this, I was in suburbia most of my life. I was not around much livestock or um, really lots of land in Southern California. And since I've moved to the South, um, and now specifically we're in Kentucky in a, in a rural setting and it's beautiful and there's just land everywhere. And we, every morning when I walk out onto my porch and look across the street, there is land there with, with cows and these cows are there out pasturing. These are all words that I did not know time <laughs> have moved out here. Um, so they have, are set to pasture. And they are, they are able to be out there to graze on the grass and eat. And every time I walk outside and look over, those cows are grazing. That's all they do all day long is stand around and eat. All day long, they are eating. And what a picture that we are to befriend faithfulness. We are to graze on God's faithfulness. We are to go to pasture on God's faithfulness. And just like the cows that have to pasture and eat all day long in order to get what they need to live, so should we graze on God's faithfulness and feed on God's faithfulness all day long, constantly, because it is what we need. And if we really believe that wherever the shepherd leads us, wherever he brings us, this plan A land is safe. And we can safely feed on God's faithfulness. The other commands here align with this so well in Psalm 37. It says, trust in the Lord. If we can trust in the Lord that he is watching, that he is is keeping us safe, then we can focus on grazing on his faithfulness and, and remaining within his presence. It also says, delight yourself in the Lord, that this should be a delight to feed on God's faithfulness, to stay with him and commit our way to the Lord. It's, it's, it's a saying that I commit that God, that this grass that you've given me right now to feed off of is best and not, the, not the grass across the street, not the grass across the pond, not the grass that we saw yesterday, right here, right now, God, where you have me. Is best, And I commit my way to you, God. I will follow where you lead and I will graze where you, where you plant me. Later in Psalm 37, verse 23 says, The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. And this... Um, the steps of a man are established by the Lord that the Hebrew word there for established means determined, firmly resolved. So our steps are determined. Our steps are firmly resolved from the Lord. We're established. He does not wander with us. He does not allow us to wander. He does not randomly take us places. He establishes, determines, resolves our specific steps 
And as we focus more on his presence than the plan, he directs, guides, and faithfully leads us through plan A. And I don't know about you, but I often mess up when I am worrying so much about what's the next step? Where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And it brings so much anxiety and fear that I end up focusing so much more on that than just being with God, just depending on him and feeding on his faithfulness. But the biggest thing that Jonah 2 teaches us is that even when we choose our own plan, even when we leave the pasture, leave plan A to seek our own plan, God always provides a way back. Repentance is always an option. Always. We can move from a destructive plan that we've chosen on our own to back to plan A in any moment. And that is the gospel. The gospel is not just for the moment of salvation. And just like we come to God, we we come into a relationship by God's grace through faith. We also come back to plan A by God's grace through faith. And that faith is choosing to believe that God is trustworthy, choosing to believe that God knows what he's doing. Even when he sends us to to Nineveh and we don't want to go to Nineveh, whatever our Nineveh is, the scary place, the place that we look at and go, I don't understand at all why you would want me to do that, God. We can, by God's grace, through faith, follow our faithful shepherd who protects and who always has our good in mind. As I was preparing for our time together, a hymn kept coming up over and over in my mind. And I think I'm kind of sort of crazy for doing this, but I'd love to sing it. And you can just sit and listen and worship and dedication. Or if you know the words, feel free to, to join in as we declare to God that wherever he leads, we will go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Take up thy cross and follow me. I heard my master say, I gave my life to ransom thee, surrender your all today. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so, wherever he leads, I'll go. It may be through the shadows dim, or o'er the stormy sea. I'll take my cross and follow him, wherever he leadeth me. Wherever he leads, I'll go. 
Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. God, we do pray that you would give us the grace to follow these words. That wherever you lead, that we will go. We long to be with you. We long to be in your presence. We don't want to run away from your presence. We want you. We need you. Help us, Lord. Cling to you. Show us what it looks like to feed and pasture and graze on your faithfulness today. And we do thank you that you are so faithful. We pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor.com. 22.